It really isn't an exaggeration to say that the future of the human race is now at stake. The nature of the changes in climate and environment that we're living with threaten not only the well-being, but possibly the very being of our species and this planet in the long term. And in the middle term, they threaten some of the most vulnerable populations on Earth. It's not at all surprising that people in this urgent situation feel they've got to take non-violent direct action. They've got to find a way of putting the case for the human race before those in power. That's what Extinction Rebellion is doing. That's what the Friday strikes are doing. And that's why I believe a wide, deep support from the public is needed to bring this matter fully to the attention of our political leaders, to show that we can actually achieve democratic change for the good of everybody in our world as well as in this country. On the 6th of September, friend of the show and past guest, Violet, was arrested by Victorian police for the second time. Violet is a proud and highly visible member of Extinction Rebellion, and she's been so generous in the past to take the time to explain Extinction Rebellion to me, both for this show and for my own curiosity. Violet was arrested on the 6th, but tomorrow is the 14th, and on the 14th, Extinction Rebellion Victoria will be blockading Prince's Bridge, Melbourne's busiest car, tram, and pedestrian bridge. Arrests are entirely possible. A week from today, it will be the 20th, the global climate strike. And again, arrests are possible. And then, on October 7th, the International Rebellion will begin, where for two weeks, Extinction Rebellion chapters around the world will be disrupting business as usual. When all of this begins, you'll begin to see stories of the arrest of peaceful protesters. Violet was brave enough to share her story of her arrest on the streets of Melbourne on September 6th. It's our privilege here at Climactic to be able to share it with you. And here it is for you now, Violet's story of her second arrest for climate. Hi, Climactic listeners. Thank you for engaging in the climate and ecological crisis. My name is Violet Coco, and I am a member of Extinction Rebellion. We are a movement that is focused on non-violent direct action to achieve three demands. One, tell the truth. The government must declare a climate and ecological emergency. Two, zero emissions by 2025 plus drawdown. Three, beyond politics. The government must be led by a citizens' assembly. So you want to know why I was arrested on Friday night? Bullying. The story goes. I wasn't even sure I was going. I had plans to record a song that night, but I was asked to bring some t-shirts in for people. I arrived and huddled in for the brief. I was nominated as a team captain because the lady knew my face and name. I was given a piece of paper with three times and locations and people huddled around me waiting for instruction. We mulled around waiting for the time to move off. Immediately I was tailed by two police officers and a camera. We arrived at the first location, inside Melbourne Central. 
chanting and singing ensued. The acoustics were beautiful and the energy magnetic. The oceans are rising, no more compromising. Rebels, disperse! At the click of a finger, the protest disintegrated. It was magic. I met my team at the rendezvous site we set beforehand and started a walk in the general direction of the next swarm, closely followed by two police holding a camera. We ducked into a subway to try and lose them, but they knew my face. So we resigned to our police paparazzi and found the next location. Waiting on the corner, out of nowhere comes, extinction! The response echoes from scattered corners of the intersection. Rebellion! We see we have critical mass and move onto the road. We begin to sing. Oh, such beautiful and inspiring music came out of my friends. I found some flyers hung on the edges, singing and helping people understand why we were there. Rebels, disperse! And we were gone. My group of rebels had grown with the addition of a few of my long-term rebel buds. We ducked and weaved to the next location, a police escort following us down a dead-end alley as we get lost. We awkwardly walk back past them, apologising for the confusion. One of my rebels commented that if anyone else was following us around with a camera, you would call the police. Who do you call when the police harass you? I feel a moment of recognition for all the people who have suffered racism from Vic Police, including Tanya Day and their family. We arrive at our final location and begin to sing. About two minutes in, Constable Henry Van Andel, an officer I've been meeting with about our actions as police liaison, he comes over to me and says, Violet, we know you're an organiser, and if you don't move off this intersection, you are under arrest for obstructing transport. I hold out my wrists for him. He laughs and says, no, we have to give you warning first. He asked me to promise this wasn't going to turn violent. I assured him that that is not who we are. It occurs to me now though that the body lock they put me in felt pretty violent. At the time it seemed ridiculous to me that they would start arresting peaceful protesters. I look around for a rebel buddy I know. Luckily, Reese was there. I asked him to get his camera ready and pointed out a rebel on the other side of the swarm to notify if I got arrested. The megaphone announces that we are going to march towards the police line. We are nose to nose with the police. If they start arresting us, I want to be first in line so that anybody who isn't consenting to arrest can skedaddle. I know there are international students among us. I also know my fate for this rebellion. I made my peace with jail a few months ago. I see the police line part and a bull of a man comes at me. He puts an arm on my chest and an arm on my back, forcing me to double over. I'm pulled forward and my wrists cuffed. Shame! I hear called from behind me. On my first arrest, they called out that they loved me. That felt a lot more regenerative. I told I'm under arrest. I advise I have spinal problems and please be gentle. They take my things, my hat, my watch, my necklaces. I thank them for being reasonably kind in the circumstances. I'm trying to be as open-hearted and peaceful as possible. 
I make a joke that I'm supposed to be recording a song and that this will really inconvenience my fellow musicians. The policewoman holding my arm asks what my song is about. I say saving the birds. Do you know we are in the sixth mass extinction? And where scientists record declines of insects, they are seeing co-declines in birds? We're losing the birds. Her two big false eyelashes blink. What do you think about the climate emergency? I asked so gently I might have been asking a child. I don't know, I haven't done my research, she responds. Are all your songs about things like that? She asks. They are these days, I respond. I look around to see if any of my fellow rebels are getting arrested, or for media. A few bystanders with cameras, but nothing official. No other arrests. The police advise me they're going to let me go here. No need to take me to the station. I'll get my charges by mail. They ask me to sign that I've got all my things and that I was treated well with no complaints. I scribble on a piece of paper I didn't read. Probably a mistake, but freedom was calling and I couldn't help but want to be in the arms of my friends again. Where were they? I walk off and the constable runs after me. Violet, are you okay? I'm fine, Henry. Are you okay? I ask back genuinely. My eyes asked how he felt about arresting a peaceful protester. He was shocked, I asked back. I'm fine, Violet. Just doing a well-being check. Thanks, Henry. I'll see you at our meeting next Thursday about the Prince's Bridge Block. I held out my arm and we shook hands. He smiled, heading off. I wonder at his character as he must wonder at mine. A bystander shares support. My friends have been told I was on my way to the station. I call them and they start walking back to me. I found out another woman was given a warning, but she walked to the curb. I was greeted with a round of solidarity forever, then treated to vegan chocolate and vegan ice cream from Lord of the Fries. And that's the story. I did nothing more than a hundred plus other protesters there, but was targeted by Vic police. This is my second arrest for the climate and ecological emergency. And there will be more, many more. I will not stop until we have climate justice.
The Climactic Collective. Collective.